Hi everyone, welcome to Short Stories. Some light, bright, bite-sized pieces of style with new and old friends that sit between my regular Style Stories interviews. I hope you can sit back, relax and enjoy listening to this short story. And if you want to see more, please visit my IGTV episodes at madelinepark.co. Hi everyone, uh, today I am chatting with designer Evio. Um, Evio is renowned for her beautiful book designs, um, but she's also an artist in her own right. And about this time last year, I got to catch up with her in person and um, we did a Style Stories interview. Uh, today I'm looking forward to catching up with her and um, finding out what she's been up to. Hello. Hi, Abby. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, still in the office, wrapping up the last thing of the day. Abby, last time we sat down and and had an interview, I think we we found a a common bond straight away. Uh, You know, we we both were uh, very happy members of the Favourite Granddaughters Club Um, and you had been... um, expressing to me your commitment to fashion from a young age by um, the, the great story of you creating a, a hunger strike at the age of three um, so that you could uh, wear jeans like the boys. Yes. <laughs> um, now, we've, I think the last time we saw each other, it was a day that we we said we must have been manifesting each other because I'd been talking about you in the morning and you'd been talking about me um, yeah. and we were standing in front of your beautiful new art exhibition um, called Giant. So why don't you tell me about um, that exhibition and what, like, what, what it meant in terms of the artwork and what it meant to you personally? Well, the artwork itself um, from a, I guess, artistic practice um the pieces have gone bigger the topics have gone bigger um it's my only second solo show in sydney so it was quite scary and it was going to be that show was actually going to be at melbourne art fair in 2020 but of course COVID happened so i did a lot of work um in the beginning of 2020 thinking that it'll be there to be shown in June, but obviously COVID happened, it got cancelled and I forgot I have um, painted all those and by the end of um, 2020, um, the gallery director was like, well, what have you done with all those um, paintings? I'm like, nothing, like they're just sitting in the studio. I forgot like what I've even painted. So I actually revisited the whole, um, I guess, 12 paintings and Kitty was like, do a few more. Let's just do a solo at this gallery in Feb. So I revisited and it's interesting because I've never done it before where, you know, you got to paint a whole series of things and then forgot about it and came back. Yeah. And like, no, how- I, I, don't, I don't know that m- many people w- would have <laughs> created a whole exhibition worth of artwork <laughs> and then just kind of have forgotten about it. Well, it's because day-to-day is so busy um, and COVID year 2020, I mean, I'm sorry, I talk about 2020 a lot, but um, it was it was a it was a year of reflection and it brought me a lot of clarity. And I think that's what I want to say with that 
exhibition it kind of wrapped up everything in my thoughts in terms of where i where i am and where i want to be and that just basically means i'm ready for adventure covid makes me realize what's important and what's not important or what can wait what we you know what can't wait mm. um and so it it ended up being a very personal collection giant um and when it came you know when 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 i was seeing you mid feb i was very nervous because i was like shit like <laughs> it's in a room i like i know it sounds stupid because i had shit before Yeah. And also you were very you might have been very nervous but didn't like 75% of the collection sell in its first day. Yeah, it did. And we yeah. ended up selling all of them, but it's I I realize it's not about that. Like I've practiced, I mean I've I've never done art like that. Like I've never thought mm. about it as a career. So it's it's i mean of course it's so nice to see responses like that meaning that i can buy more um paint brushes and all that to paint more <laughs> but at the same time <laughs> yeah at the same time it's um i guess i realized that a lot of people connected with the topic it meant um you know life is full of ups and downs and all and that and yeah and it i guess it resonated with a lot of people a lot of, a lot of people were buying pieces that reminded them of happy times or of like times in trouble there was one painting where um the colors were all really um clashing with each other and i did paint that that during a time of um not uncertainty but i guess when you had cloud inside and you're like oh you know need to express that and it they they saw it right, right away they're like that one hit me in the face and it reminded me of this time that I survived I'm like yeah that's why I painted that so it's yeah it's it's interesting i'm i'm glad i got to share my work with the people that are interested i guess yeah well, and uh, it's great because i mean your work is known for its lovely very joyful use of color not only in your artwork but in in a lot of your book designs um So it's great that it wasn't just that obvious sense of joy and uh, that you know you do apply to some of your paintings which I'm sure come from a place of happiness but the kind of depth and the messaging that you um intended for the show kind of resonated with the the people mm. looking at and buying the artwork um but In terms of your book designs last year when we were talking we we likened the process of um designing a book and being being in that role to um being a midwife uh, <laughs> and helping deliver a baby um yeah. but in this very busy or I guess very productive time for you um you are also now not just helping deliver a baby you're you're delivering your own baby in the form of a book um yeah. <laughs> tell me about uh it, day trip day trip so it's coming out in five weeks and every night i feel anxiety in my tummy because <laughs> I don't know how where the is that, is that that's the baby kicking exactly um, it's, it's quite funny because I did it with my um partner Andrew so it's our baby um but it's a really weird thing to be on the other side I guess I've, I'm I mean I'm not saying this lightly but I'm quite shy I mean you, I'm not shy I can talk to people but I'm also quite shy when it comes to like being in the spotlight and all that 
and being an author kind of put you there. Yes. You get to author something and we're like, whoa, okay. I mean, it's it's a walking book, but still like, um, it yeah, it's amazing. And we're doing more of those. Um, but back to book one, um, I learned a lot about authorship. And I guess like when I was designing books, I was the midwife. And the author trusted the midwives, but now I'm the author. It's very hard to trust people. <laughs> I've learned that I'm a control freak. <laughs> <laughs> Are you the author and the midwife? Because you're, you're, I assume you're designing the book too. Yeah, yeah. We did. We actually did everything. We photographed it, wrote it, designed it. Um, we even drew maps. We kind of pushed ourselves um, and used this as an exercise to see how we could work together and how far can we work together because, um, um, well, funny, it's it's not that relevant maybe, but it's quite a funny story. Um, me and Andrew, we're a COVID love story and the book was kind of our, you know, our little project. Your love child. <laughs> it's my, it's our love child, exactly. But like, it's it's interesting because um, through the book as well, I learned about myself through bushwalking. Like when we walk and did those trips, we didn't walk together. He would be walking at the front while I was walking at the back. Um, and having like two hours of just physical um, rain, I guess. And it, gain us so much clarity and as a couple as well we realize we haven't you know we haven't killed each other at the end of it so and we're doing some more and, yeah. and tell just give me a quick rundown on the premise of day trip so day trip is a book um it's, a, it's an adventure book it's a guidebook um comprising 52 trips nature trips all of them nature um lots of waterfalls swimming holes um and all these places are 120 kilometer from sydney so the idea was like you can just choose a trip get on your car get there and get back on the day feeling like you you went on a holiday which we yeah. did a lot during COVID, i guess <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh um, well, I'm looking forward to, to having a look at it in five weeks' time. Uh, yeah. what's, what's the launch date? Launch date, um, official launch. Well, we're doing pre-orders with special giveaways in about four weeks. The website's being built as we spoke. Um, and St. Cloche actually would be um, launching the book officially on the 7th of July. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll so book the date. You'll be there. There'll be champagne, <laughs> hopefully. No mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, so it sounds wonderful. Um, Evie, last year when we spoke in, in terms of defining your style, um, you described it as quite practical. You like comfortable clothes, clean lines like your work, um, yeah. and uh, it was fairly monochromatic at the yeah. time uh any has there been any changes to your style with um a new partner a new book um an exhibition anything any um of those things shift anything about yeah. the way that you're dressing at the moment so when i was obsessing about lines with you now i'm obsessing about texture okay. you know playing around with like 
ruffles, different types of uh, material like leather mixed with wool. I know it's another world, isn't it? Like, but I'm I'm giving myself limitations. They all have to be black or have some some sort of black. Um, and yeah, I feel like I'm on a new journey. Okay. And what yeah. do you think? Why do you think that texture has been the thing that you've been drawn to now? I think I realize what matters the most is the detail and the presence of things. You know, like with details, when you wear materials, you feel it. If you know what yeah. I mean, if a material is warming, you feel warm. So my last question, Evie, um, what, what's the perfect outfit for a day trip? I'd say light, light wear material. So you don't feel any weight. If you don't care about looks, just go on like long sleeve, long trousers, um, whatever backpack, you know, that can carry, um, a water bottle, big ones, um, and whatever hat. But I'm a bit fain about still wanting to look okay, even though, you know, I can't even jump a tree. So I might want to what I wear, um, I wear Uniqlo t-shirts um, with Adidas um, trousers, which interestingly couldn't find anything that fit me well in women's department. So I went to little boys department and I found yeah. this amazing 14s, you know, size 14 trousers. That's what I'm wearing. And I'm wearing Salomon sneakers right. and a nice bucket hat from Pam. <laughs> okay. So it's still a look and still very straight, by the way. Still very straight. It has to look like that, right? <laughs> oh, um, and I, I feel like it kind of lends us to some of your music choices, which we could hear in the background earlier on. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, um, yeah. <laughs> Evie, it was so lovely to chat to you again tonight. Um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you in person um, at your book launch. Nice to see you again. Thank you for listening. If you're a fan of Style Stories and like what you hear, please subscribe and leave a rating or review so more people like you can enjoy this podcast.